Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Oh, what a happy, happy hour. Bonnie and Clyde made the cover. They're the cover models for the new Hope Rescue Calendar. And we have Malcolm Nance. Yep. With everything going on in the world, I mean, bam, we have Malcolm Nance. For I, I, I kept him for 11 billion segments <laughs> yes, you to explain everything going on in the Middle East and more. And he just got added to Sexy Liberal LA. Yay! Next week, October 21st, you can do pay-per-view if you're not here in LA. But Malcolm Nance has been added to the Alpha Liberal panel of Rob Reiner, Ron Perlman, and Glenn Kirshner. I mean, it's so sexy. It's so liberal. I just, You know what? I'm going to bobert myself. Okay. I'm done. Ah. Uh, <gasps> Yes, and there will be a live uh, boberting uh, demonstration at Sexy Liberal. Hal Sparks and I will demonstrate. Uh, Okay, but enjoy. Malcolm Nance, uh, fantastic not to be missed. Everybody has been asking us all week. Please repost this. So, uh, Malcolm Nance, happy home. Enjoy. Good morning, Malcolm Nance. You need to start telling me what's good about it. Huh. Yeah, I I got to tell you something. I already uh, read from your Substack piece um, uh, on Monday because, of course, you're the person I just I couldn't wait to talk to most about this. Just the horrors that are going on. Um, yeah. Surrounding is in, in Israel. And I read right off the top of the show this morning, your all caps tweet uh, warning. Do not watch hostage videos. Do not transmit hostage videos. Do not post videos of the dead. Do not describe execution videos. This is integral to the Hamas uh, information terror strategy. Pass it on. Um, <clears throat> so I want to get to your whole take on uh, what's happening in Israel. But can I just ask a stupid layperson question about this? What, sure. what you refer to here? If you're trying to win any hearts or minds for the Palestinian cause, why, why, it, it, why are you doing this? Beheading babies and executing grandmothers and posting it on their Facebook page and etc. Yeah. I, I mean, can you just talk to us about that? About the strategy of why they would do this degree of barbarism? Sure. Well, you know, first let me just put this into perspective for those of you who don't know. Even though you've been hearing about me on Ukraine for the last 17 months. This is what I did for nearly 40 years, which was work that particular part of the world. My first 10 years in U.S. intelligence was working against, you know, uh, Hezbollah, Hamas, other Palestinian terrorist groups in the eastern Mediterranean. And let me tell you something. Nothing has changed. The only thing that has changed and to explain to give you an answer to your question is that 
Hamas was always one of the most radical Palestinian groups. When the Palestinian Authority in the West Bank was sidelined, that was Yasser Arafat and all the old OG terrorists who were ready to negotiate, Hamas got itself elected in an election and then never relinquished power for 17 years. They put Gaza essentially into a stranglehold of only Hamas being the only type of resistance you could have. Uh, To a large block of people and to a a large block of young men who have nothing to do and dispossess, this seems heroic. But what they did was they did the ISIS-fication of Hamas. They decided that when they went across that border, instead of attacking the Israeli army, they mass-murdered every person, not Jew, every person they came into contact with. They are no better than ISIS. They have adopted all of ISIS's tactics. Beheading children is a real thing. The journalists went into that village yesterday. They saw the cribs. They saw the places. I mean, I'm going to have, you know, all I can, I'm writing furiously on Substack. I can barely keep up with it because I can't put anything out on Twitter other than warnings and shouts because I have leagues of pro-Hamas, pro-Moscow, pro-neo-Nazi people coming on there and just jamming up all the works. So I have a photograph of a child's baby carrier that was in a car where it is clearly the child was shot right through the heart and the baby carriers covered in blood. What Hamas did was they've declared themselves enemies of the world, not enemies of, of Judaism, not enemies of Israelis. They have decided they want to be ISIS they're going to get the ISIS treatment now, but no. which is total, inevitable, un, you know, um, destruction of every one of them. That organization, when this is done, will cease to exist and it will be, you know, it will be literally, uh, you know, on the exact same level of, as ISIS. It will be a world effort. Yeah. Um by the way, I have only dumb civilian questions today. Dumb layperson sure, questions <laughs> for the terrorism expert. But I, I mean, sure. again, what, what I think your explanation would go to the point that Hamas is not a. They don't want peace. They don't want a two-state state solution because that's what I was saying. Is even as no, propaganda, why are you putting out murder. this? Yeah, exactly. So, right, they want every Jew dead. I mean, so that's not. Well, anyway, it goes to your piece initially about what was oh, no, happening. No. I think Netanyahu's awful. Netanyahu's awful, and Hamas is awful. I mean, it, it's you wrote a piece about how this is Israel's intelligence failure. Period. Of course, the right wing here on Q are all trying to blame Biden. And, you know, you talk to us a little bit. I read from your piece on Monday um, that you just said, given the scope, complexity and impact of this attack, the incursion is a massive failure of Israeli intelligence. Uh, Despite pundits who are tempted to call this an American failure, it is not. Talk to us about that a little bit. Look, that's because all of our intelligence at the street level about Hamas, the Palestinian Authority, uh, threats which may emerge out of eastern Egypt uh, comes from one of two sources, Israeli intelligence. They have three intelligence agencies. The Mossad, which does their deep overseas and you know deep human intelligence activities equivalent to the CIA. Uh, the Amman, which is Israeli army military intelligence, which was surrounding Gaza. And then Shin Bet, which is the Israeli equivalent of the FBI that does all contact. Uh, in human intelligence and signals intelligence against Hamas 
and every other Palestinian group and any Palestinian within Israel, and all of them failed. That's why, I'll, I'll tell you why they failed. I wrote a book long ago. I actually, I have a copy sitting right here for those who are here. First book I ever wrote, The Terrorist Recognition Handbook. And there's an entire section in there about how terrorists communicate when they want to disappear from the face of the earth. What they do is they work in compartmented closed cells where only they know the other members of that cell. Then the team leader communicates through a cutout to the command element. With Hamas, it was the other, it was exactly like it was done in the 30s, the 40s, the 50s. They didn't use telephones. And when they used telephones, they used telephones to create strategic deception against the Israelis. So they knew everyone's phone is tapped. The Israelis had yeah. the entire place tapped. So they would go on the phone and they would say, hey, we're just going to do uh, you know, our regular mobile training. They lied about the locations of their rockets. Every person that the Israelis send in as a spy is a Palestinian that was captured at a checkpoint. So they go home and they tell their mom, the Israelis tried to turn me as a spy. Hamas says, okay, great, take the money. Keep reporting all of this, you know, ridiculous stuff uh, that we're going to give you to report. And yeah. we'll deceive the Israelis. And then you can get a weapon and come with one of the terrorist cells. Yeah. Look, there could be 500 terrorist cells. And if they don't communicate electronically, it doesn't matter. You're never going to detect it. Right. I worked at, I'm not joking. I spent years trying to collect electronically in the Eastern Mediterranean, 90 and trying to identify the location of 76 American and other Western hostages over 10 years. If you talk in a shisha bar in a corner without an electronic device next to the hookah, you're never going to know what they say. Yeah. Well, your larger point, you said, again, this is an Israeli failure on a massive level. It reveals that their oppression of the Palestinian National Authority in the West Bank likely closed intelligence sharing loops that could have provided indicators of a possible secret plan by Hamas. Israel's sharp veering to the right, backing settlers to seize Palestinian lands extra-legally, indiscriminate killing of thousands of civilians every time there's an uprising, have hardened anyone in the Palestinian community to ever breach the wall of silence. Never. Um, so Never. It's, it's mafia-level omerta. So, they would rather die than talk. Yeah. So let me, I have so many, here's my next dumb civilian question. So these hostages, you know, of course, maybe I've seen too many movies and I picture a joint Mossad Navy SEALs operation to free the hostages. Tell us why I know that other experts have said this is just incredibly difficult to do in this situation. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I'm going to talk to you about it as the person that developed the U.S. Navy and Special Operations hostage survival school where we simulated al-Qaeda, Hezbollah, and other terrorists for five years in, in a top secret program. The most dangerous part of hostage survival is always the armed recovery. And it's one thing to have an individual hostage. And like I said, I spent the better part of a decade trying to locate hostages. We located none of them. Our most success yeah. successful releases were negotiations carried out by the Archbishop of Canterbury, who was a hostage, yeah. um, you know, and had been released in Lebanon. These, this is going to come down to negotiation because you're talking about a city, 140 square miles, catacombed with hundreds of underground tunnels. 
you're going the only way hostages are going to be released is if the Israeli army flows through the terrorists so fast that the hostages aren't moved, uh, killed or injured, uh, and are stumbled upon after the Israelis flow through. So it's the old line from Captain America when Captain America says to the general, hey, what are you going to do about all those captive soldiers? And the general says, win the war. Yeah. Well, that's how it's going to be done. No one's going to be fast roping or flying helicopters in there because they will get shot down. There will be a massacre yeah. and the Palestine Hamas has been preparing for this for years. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I, I, I think of you every day because your head must be exploding with all of these. Uh, Josh, let's see. Josh Hawley tweeted, Israel's facing existential threat. Any funding for Ukraine should be redirected to Israel immediately. I mean, oh, my God. H- how do we not have the moral clarity in this country, particularly in a party you used to be in, to say an unprovoked terrorist attack, whether it's on Ukraine or on Israel, is the same? And America stands with democracy. How, how did we get here, Malcolm? I just find it absolutely amazing how all of these Republicans have betrayed themselves to Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin, a KGB officer, who, by the way, is working with Iran, all right, and has we actually have photographic evidence of PMC Wagner members with Hamas who were training with Hamas. So I don't want to hear it from Josh Hawley. These people are, are, they're not traitors to themselves. How did they look themselves in the mirror with the death of all of these people? You know, there was some academic from, um, from, from the London School of, of, of whatever this morning that I had to go off on because he said, how do you think the U.S., the EU, and the U.K. would feel if they saw pictures of this devastation in Ukraine? Where has this guy been for the last 17 months? There's estimated as many as 30,000 dead civilians in Ukraine. It's not a game to sit there and compare apples and oranges. There are two wings of the anti-democratic movement fighting in Eastern uh, Hemisphere now. Hamas, which is designed to kill... by, By the way, I keep saying that they are killing Israelis. When they crossed that border, they went to a farm that had like a hundred Thai workers in it and mass murdered everyone who was there from Thailand. It wasn't about Jews. There are Ethiopians who were killed there. 
There were sub-Saharan African workers that were killed there. They are an anti-democratic terrorist organization hell-bent on killing anyone who is not them. They will be eliminated. On the other hand, their sponsors, Iran and Russia, are attempting to do the exact same thing in Ukraine, an existential war. We have two existential wars, which means they are fighting to eliminate them as a people. And we have Josh Hawley, who is a moron, and this other idiot, this uh, Andreas, Dr. Andreas Krieg, uh, you know, both saying, oh, well, what would happen if, you know, this happens in Ukraine? Hawley wants Ukrainian money cut so he can give Ukraine to Moscow. That's it. Malcolm, why this is what we, I, I, I know there's some of us screaming about it. <laughs> obviously mm. me, Mary Trump, others, but why is the mainstream media not focusing more? It obviously was in the New York Times that Trump shared Israeli intelligence with the Russians in the Oval Office, who and I'm you know sure gave it to Iran, about? who gave it to Hamas. Are we going to get more actual proof of that? Is the mainstream media going to start covering this, do you think? I don't know unless it comes out in the Israeli press. As I understand that it, it was about the capability of the Iron Dome missile defense system, which palace, which Hamas managed to overwhelm on the first day of firing. Yeah. They fired almost 4,000 rockets into Israel. Israel literally running out of a weapon system that they were manufacturing. And in case, you know, I had somebody go say this the other day, you know, well, why didn't Israel give those to Ukraine? Apparently, it's pretty clear that they desperately needed them themselves. Yeah. And you know what? We haven't even seen the end of the rocket war. Yeah. So if Donald Trump gave the Russians capabilities and briefing on, uh, you know, whether Israel was attacking Iran or Israel was defending itself, you know, it's just another one of the treason acts, treasonous acts yeah. he did while in office. What, uh, quickly, Israeli media reports now confirm the government did receive clear warnings from Egyptian intelligence about the imminent attack. Oh. Initially, Netanyahu's office issued a flat denial after the first report, but then reversed it. I, also, you know, in your piece, you put this yeah. for Republicans blaming Biden. How about putting the blame where it belongs? Hamas and Netanyahu. This happened. You on know what? I, I also put in my my my. Um... If you go to Substack, read that article about intelligence fair. You got to pay for it. You got to become a paid contributor, um, subscriber to that. But it's worth it. Uh, it also said that Egyptian intelligence had a failure, but apparently Egyptian intelligence felt something was going on. They couldn't put their finger on it. Yeah. There are dozens of underground secret tunnels between Egypt and Gaza. The money to get through there illicitly without any checks with the Egyptians. It's just too good. This is how they get, you know, Iranian trainers there. This is how Hamas members come out and practice in the Sinai Desert with ISIS-backed Egyptian terrorist groups out there. Yeah. The Egyptians knew something was going on if they told uh, Netanyahu, and Netanyahu was more concerned about um, uh, subduing the West Bank, which is where he apparently moved three brigades from Gaza up to the West Bank. He needs to be held to account yep. when... This situation stabilizes. You also tweeted, thank you for this. Senator Tuberville, do your job. U.S. forces are near war. We know you were a physical coward and hid at college football and never served, but don't you dare assume you know better than General Hayden. Disgrace. I mean, I, yeah. I, 
Not to mention, as I keep saying, the hypocrisy of the fact that Israel has abortions on demand, right? But that doesn't seem to, I mean, it, it just, there's so much rank hypocrisy on the right right now in terms of- How many rapes came out of this? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, l- let me tell you something. Tommy Tuberville is an absolute disgusting disgrace. How the Senate cannot maneuver around him is beyond me. Yeah. I don't get it. They need to change the rules or something along that lines. He literally said, it's not hurting the U.S. military. For those promotions he held up, every one of those slots below them cannot move up into the position of authority, down, deep down I- into the office can- before. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Remember when they used to have a very special episode of Blossom? (laughs) This is that. We've held Malcolm Nance over. Carlos Elzraki is here to uh, join the fray. Because we just have... My background, I'm just trying to be (laughs) not as heavy with my background with sports and Rocco. So (laughs) it's a very heavy day. I've tried to to lay off and not react, rather try to respond. And I know Malcolm knows uh, way more than I do, but it's... Well, it, the visceralness of, uh, if that's a word of, of what happened, is just, it's yeah. shaking and it's disturbing. Yeah. And then I agree with kind of Patton Oswald's tweet that there, there's simultaneously, we can disagree on causes of things, but the way things are handled, uh, I'm not a Netanyahu yeah. fan and I'm not a Hamas fan. Thank you. I've been so, saying that all week. Let's, let me just, uh, Carlos, because we're going to keep have the hour with you, but Malcolm, sorry, thank you so much for sticking with us because literally yeah. everything was Malcolm stack this week because <laughs> you're not yeah. just a terrorism <laughs> expert, but uh, you know, there's just so many facets to what's happening. And one of them that you tweeted about, uh, somebody said the BLM chapter in Chicago just posted this in support of Hamas and it's somebody parachuting with the I stand with Palestine. And you just said, God, this is not hard, guys. These chuckleheads are not a BLM group. They are, a, excuse me, a BLM group, not all supporters of the BLM concept. Call out the individual idiots. Don't tire 48 million African-Americans who support the phrase BLM, GFC. Everybody uh, calm the F down. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just like you're saying, all these factions are trying to score political points right now, mm-hmm. right? And, and that opened up a bag of worms. I had dozens of people saying, well, you called black lives, you said black lives matter more terrorists from the right hand side. And then from the left hand side, they were saying, well, we, you know, we stand with the free peoples of Palestine. This isn't about the people 
of Palestine. The people of Palestine in Gaza are captives. They are uh, in a prison which was run by a terrorist group that apparently, this is amazing, they are supported by a Shia government of Iran. They are Sunni Muslims. And for for the sake of mass murdering any person they stumbled upon within the border of Israel, right, they've kept their own population captive. Yep. This is, you can stand with Palestine, you can stand in, with Israel, you can stand with the Jews, you can stand with the Muslims, but you cannot stand with Hamas. Yeah, Hamas yep. is a terrorist group. So what are the idiots at Black Lives Matter Chicago does? Which, by the way, is their own name of their own selves, and they represent nothing else. Yeah, is they put a picture of a of a paraglider skydiver on the uh, their picture with yeah. a Palestinian flag on it. Yeah, come. Uh, I hope that they were completely unaware that 50 paragliders sailed into that um, sailed into that festival, the Nova Festival, gathered up and mass murdered 260 people. Right. So either you support that tactic, because why else would you have used that picture yeah. if you didn't know it? It's very yeah, in right. fact, you're, you're not doing but Palestinians any favors. 48 million yeah. African Americans and all of our other people who support the phrase. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. There is no Black Lives Matter organization that's centralized. Yeah. In so fact, now you're everyone's not... getting tarred with their stupid brush. Well, yeah, and you're not doing uh, Palestinians any favors saying you stand no, with Hamas. No. Hamas, you know, Hamas is not Palestinians. And yeah, I, Hamas. I might, I might be parsing this too too much. To, and, and, but if, if a child is born in Palestine, they're not a prisoner. They have committed no crimes. No. Is it fair to say it's more of a concentration camp? Because they have well, not committed any crimes. If they're well, born I mean, into it, they're children. You know, the funny thing is, is that you have a concentration camp which has a series of guards around it that are internal. Hamas took control yep. of Gaza 17 years, yep. determined they would be the only authority. They beat the Palestinian Authority out. That was the OG, you know, yep. PLO that went to Arafat. peace. When they went to peace, Hamas went to war. And they have spent all this time yeah. keeping everybody there as essentially a slave system to support this activity. Now, let's be honest, Hamas will not survive this encounter. Every man that touches a gun, every person that touches a gun there is going to be eliminated. The problem mm-hmm. is, like we did in Fallujah, there's going to be a lot of collateral damage. But in Fallujah, we actually took six months working with the Iraqis to remove 90% of the population of the city. And 11,000 civilians still got killed because 3,000 terrorists would not let them out and decided to use them as human shields and, you know, got in the middle of warfare. That's what's going to happen here. Yeah. Hamas Malcolm, speak, must be eliminated, yeah, Speaking period. of dumb right-wing takes in the U.S., not only do you have Holly and the other Putin apologists saying, let's stop aid to Ukraine, to give it to Israel, you've got. So we could do it again in Ukraine. So you could have another Mariupol mass murder, beheadings, yeah, rapes, killings. But I also, don't understand them. Also, so now suddenly lives that are in Eastern Europe that are against Moscow are are disposable, yeah. or not, or are they equal to every lost life in 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 Israel Palestine? They're all equal. Yeah. But amazing, the two factors that are there: Iran and Russia just happened to be at the back of both of these. Thank you. Surprise! 
I was mm-hmm. bringing up, you brought up guns. Franklin Graham saying mm. every Israeli should be forced to carry an AR-15. Oh, I don't know God. if it's being a dumb take. I don't know if you saw the one story. The, the, the couple, man and woman, they're both officers in the Israeli army, have guns at home. The, ter- you know, the terrorists came in. Hamas terrorists came in and killed. They saved all their children. They hid them, but they were killed. You know, I mean, they're, they're highly trained officers in the Israeli army that had guns. It's just... I, the people using this for to score dumb political points here, like Franklin yep. Graham, I just think are despicable. You know what? Okay, full disclosure. Lived in Israel, almost married an Israeli, uh, you know, spent time in that region for decades. You cannot walk around your whole life like it's like it's Dodge City, which, by the way, that's not a good analogy. Dodge City had a no gun policy in the city. <laughs> This is a fantasy of the right wing where every person has an AR-15 yeah. and patrols around with it. The only In Israel, yeah, you see a lot of guns because they are all reservists going back and forth to their jobs, going back and forth because the country's the size of, like, you know, a very small part of the northeast United States with, yeah. a, with a, you know, almost a million-man army and reserve force. Yeah. So you see a lot of guns. This is a right-wing fantasy. One degree of one degree of Israeli they... separation. I almost married uh, an Israeli tank commander, and uh, fun, this is magically full circle with Carlos. We thought she had a crush on you. Remember, Carlos? She would come in the studio while we were recording bits. Yeah, I. <laughs> All right. I might have before I had kids and it was a Burbank dad. Who knows? But was this? I, just to, to go back and you probably discuss this. Was how was this massive security breach? How did this happen? with Israel being what we perceive to be really great at security and intelligence. Listen, you know, one of, when I was a counterterrorism instructor, one of the most incredible, feasible, deadliest plans to attack the U.S. Navy was thought up by two junior petty officers. That's like, you know, corporals uh-huh. in a counterterrorism class I had. It was so inventive, so adaptive, so clever. Mm-hmm. I just not only did I destroy their papers, I have never spoken about what that plan was. It, if it got in the hands of a terrorist group, the imagination can bring someone to do something. Hamas understood all the strengths of Israel and decided to use asymmetric warfare, which is judo, against mm-hmm. Israel. You set up all these fences, right? What we're going to do is we're going to practice breaching those fences. And... When are you at your least effective? On your Sabbath morning. Mm. You have the minimum number of personnel. Can I point out to you Pearl Harbor was on Sunday morning at 6.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. This attack was on Friday morning, their Sabbath, at 6.30 a.m. Yeah. Sound familiar? Yeah. Nagasaki uh, so, was at 8 in the morning, or Hiroshima was 8 in the morning, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I mean, there's a reason these things are done this way. It was a failure of imagination. The way we failed. But mm-hmm. this is the equivalent of the United States being attacked by 30,000 terrorists. Yeah. Terrorists are clever and inventive. And if yeah. they can we... keep their mouths shut, they can carry out horrific mass mm-hmm. murders. We forget... I said this. I, I said, with the exception of hijacking an aircraft and crashing it, every act of terrorism that had been carried out against Israel, hijacking cars, buses, landing commandos, shooting up police stations, ever since the founding of Israel, was carried out by Hamas in one day. 
I'm going. I'm literally going through. The only thing that I haven't seen is the donkey suicide bomb from southern Lebanon. But they've done yeah. just about everything else. We we got to keep in mind. Which means that they harness the entire history yeah. to carry this out. But they're a country of what nine, ten million, right? And we're three hundred thirty million. Not, not so, million, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the scale of this is really astounding. Uh, la- one last one, Malcolm. You brought you um, held up your very first book on terrorism, along, and I just want to bring this full circle to your latest book. Um, they want to kill Americans. And yeah. I just goes to this tweet by Liam on Twitter that I saved for you. Some of the Hamas terrorists were religious fundamentalists, but a lot of them are just young, pathetic, little bloodthirsty nihilists who want to burn everything down because their lives suck. It's the same problem America has with the basement dwelling maggots. And I thought if ever a tweet was written for you, it brings you mm. full circle to your book here and how this is all of a piece. Uh, just talk it's to us about that. so true. It's so true. And the only difference is in the United States, you can self-start as a terrorist. You can just go out and get a gun and, and think up an act and do it. Las or Vegas. you can get together with a bunch of rubes and try to overthrow the government as you listen to a cult leader. Hamas is an organization. You can't have an AK-47 unless you're part of the terrorist group unless you're a trained member, unless you are given a specific assignment and work together with a self. That's the difference. The American one is disparate, and it's, you know, it's not been organized. But when it does, it's already organized around a cult-like ideology. And that's why I made many analogies to al-Qaeda and ISIS, right down to those truck parade and boat parades. Okay? I mean, it, it, what you're doing is you are projecting ideological power in mm-hmm. order to infiltrate the mind of people who are undecided to make them believe that you have more physical power than you than you actually have. Yeah. No difference between Hamas, yeah. you know, uh, in some instances. However, in this instance, Hamas is ISIS, period, end of story, and they are going to get treated like ISIS because they have chosen war, straight-up war, state versus terrorist actor, and it's going to have the, the necessary result. Um, here in the United States, we don't know why they're biding their time. Many of them are cowards, yeah. you know, but yeah. they like to play dress up and, and, you know, get their guns and raise the price of ammunition. But at some point, and I warned this in my book, these people, there's probably a group in there. We all know who they are, but they're probably thinking they can get away with something similar. Yeah. Oh, I one think- last point, Steph. All this crazy talk about tens of thousands of Hamas members are crossing the southern border and coming into the United States to do this same suicide attack is crazy. Thank you. The 9-11 hijackers flew in on an airliner as welcome guests. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, thank you. And by the way, uh, credit goes to Malcolm Nance for Vanilla Isis and Meal Team 6. So, uh, (laughs) all right. (laughs) Malcolm, thanks so much for your generous time, you know, and giving us so much time today. All right. Subscribe to my stack. All right. Yes, please. Yes, and Black yes. Man Spy, the podcast. Love you. All right. There he goes. Rock star that he is.